from the USA Today Network. Welcome to The Chop, a Rutgers football podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Ross, Chris Eisman, and Steve Edelson. And welcome back to The Chop, a Rutgers football podcast. Ryan Ross here with you. Rutgers, they have a bye week this week, so no game for the Scarlet Knights. But we still have a fun episode planned for you this week, a special bi-week edition of The Chop, and we have an interview with the great Eric Legrand. That's right, number 52 stopped by the show. He gave us his thoughts on the team and the state of the program, talked about his relationship with Greg Schiano, plus a whole lot of other fun stuff. It was a great time talking with Eric, and we hope you'll enjoy our interview with Eric Legrand. What do you see out of the team this season? A lot of people would, you know, predict this and say this is where they were supposed to be, where a lot of people guessed, you know, Michigan State, a lot of people say, you know, it could be flip a coin on who would have win that game. But I think the Scarlet Knights, they're learning about themselves and getting a lot of young players, you know, sometime now where they're going to, you know, eventually that will actually they'll do well for them. Yeah, maybe some, make some mistakes now. But overall, I think they're about to hit a stride where they're going to show the improvement from the off-seasons. They went through already Ohio State, obviously. Michigan definitely should have won that game on the road. You know, that was um, the way that they dominated the second half. Michigan State, too many big plays allowed us. The four touchdowns, you know, those are four big plays. But now you're about to start playing competition more down to your level, what you do every day. You guys grind and fight away. So I'm excited to see you now. How to see how those Scarlet Knights, how they go forward from here from their development of the show. You know what? We are here to stay. Absolutely. I mean, when you look at this program too, from from last year and the improvements that that Rutgers made with under Greg Schiano and his his first year back to what they've done this year, what do you kind of think of the overall trajectory and and how I would say quickly? I mean, there there's been this type of improvement and how kind of they're moving in the right direction. And really, year two of this rebuild. I mean, what what are your kind of thoughts on where they are right now overall as a program? I think they were, you know, right, actually probably ahead of where they were. A lot of people thought they would be. Coach Shannon has these guys playing. They're competing. They're expecting to win games, which I love to see. Like, we're not here to compete and look at the score. Yeah, we yeah. covered the spread. No, no, no. We're here to win, you know, and that's how the program is going out there. And you can actually see the disappointment on their faces when they lose, you know, the games that when sometimes maybe in the past, everyone's like, oh, good job. They put up this amount of points versus no, 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 no. And that's where it should be. Expectations are high for this team. I expect them to be high then. We're here right here in New York, New Jersey. You know you're going to get the toughest critics. You know, as soon as you lose a game, everyone's going to be on top of you. So it's now time to start getting back in that winning column and get that winning feeling back because we saw what it's like last year and this year when they celebrate in the locker room after. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like for you to see Greg Schiano back on the sidelines the last two seasons now? Obviously, someone you have a very close relationship with. What's it like to see him back at the helm at Rutgers? I'm just so happy for the players, honestly, because of you know who Coach Schiano is and how he goes about his business and how he goes about developing players from young boys into grown men now. And also how he's going to be able to coach these guys the proper technique and being able to develop them to hopefully a lot of NFL, you know, future NFL players because he has the ability to staff the way that he demands excellence at all times. It's not always easy. It's not always fun, but you become a better person and you become a better player because of 
what you're expected to do on a daily basis. And those kids deserve that. Kind of following up on that too. Obviously, you've seen, you know, we've all seen the way that Rutgers has recruited since since Greg has been back, and and the class that they have for 2022 is a top 20 class. Um, the level of talent that they're bringing in, the the players that they're bringing in from New Jersey, and keeping those kids home. Why do you think that has worked so well? I mean, what what is it about Greg that makes him such a great recruiter, and the staff that he has around him that has really translated to that type of success on the recruiting trail? Obviously, you know that so well so what do you think it's been like so far i mean they work their beep off every <laughs> all the time i mean it is nonstop developing relationships you have your guys that you connect with and you try to you know you don't have that little you know short two to five minute conversation no have a 15 20 minute conversation get to know them get to know about their family their life at home you know neighbors just all of that you know it's, it's it, it takes a lot of work a lot of people don't realize how often these guys are on the phone recruiting these players, yeah. developing a relationship with them, in and out. You know, when Coachiana said, got to Ohio State, he thought he recruited hard, and then he saw what Oda Meyer had did. Yeah. Whoa, I need to take it to the next level. We've seen he's definitely taken some, you know, tips from Urban on how to, uh, you know, recruit and get these guys because right away he's getting a bunch of, you know, top players in New Jersey, and that's exactly what it's going to take. Absolutely. We've, of course, seen the the X's and O's from Greg Schiano. Uh, but for you, you know, someone who's close to this program, played for him, uh, for, for people that you know that have played for him, what is he like the person? We, we know Greg Schiano, the coach, but what's he like kind of behind closed doors as, as, a, as a person? It's actually pretty much a goofball. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I first got injured, man, I, I remember he used to cut even when I, he, I was, you know, in my hospital. He would come in there. I'd be like, what's up, coach? Yes, coach. And I, and I got to see another side of it. I'll never forget. I was in Kessler. It was around Thanksgiving. And he came up to see me, visit me. And my nephew at the time, he was about 15, 16 months old. And he gets on the phone with him. He starts poking him and goes, who, 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 come on. Who is this man? <laughs> I was just screaming at me a month ago in my face. So he's actually, he, behind the scenes, he jokes around, has a good time, makes people laugh. He's a, you know, when he comes in the room, you know, he's a spotlight. So it's really cool to see that I got to see that other side of him. That's, that's fantastic. Now, obviously, Eric, you, you're such a uh, inspiration for so many people. And, and this has been a difficult time these last you know couple of years with the pandemic and, and a lot of college students having their lives upended in a lot of ways. I mean, what would you kind of tell people, tell students, especially and, and some of these athletes who, you know, obviously things are more back to normal now, but just kind of navigating all this. I mean, what would you tell them as, as words of advice? You know, keep pushing forward. You know, things don't always go your way. They don't go as planned. And you have all these, you know, dreams and expectations of what you want to do. And then sometimes things get flipped and turned upside down. But being humans, we're able to adjust to the moments, adjust to the situations. Yeah, it may not be something that you want to do or something you weren't expected, but then you have to sit back and actually count your blessings on what you actually do have, what you can do, and what you're fortunate enough to have around you. And when you start to look at life that way, that helps you get through those, you know, trials and tribulations and the storms and all the things that didn't go your way. Yeah. Just get a newfound appreciation on life. Do, do you find players still reaching out to you pretty often, especially, I guess, with the last 18 months, how crazy things have been? Have, have you been talking to a lot of players, you know, more recently to, to try to help them get through these tough times? I would say back when it was actually more last year when it was all going down and everyone was navigating through it. So I will say someone who reached out to me, they're running back from Michigan State, Kenneth Cole. Just reached out to me after the game, and he heard, you know, some some of the you know kind words I had for him, and he just wanted to, 
tell me that I was an inspiration and a motivation to him. So, so that was pretty cool, you know, as a young man, I can be able to reach out like that. That shows his maturity. But um, yeah, last year was more of, you know, talking to players and things of that nature, helping them navigate through it. Now, before we let you go, we have to ask you about LeGrand Coffee House. Um, mm-hmm. How's that been going? And and kind of as a, I'm a huge coffee drinker, some would say yeah. I drink probably way too much coffee. Um, so, I mean, how's that been going? And what was kind of the inspiration behind that? You know, it's it's been going great. You know, we opened up our online store in January of last year, and then we've sold off well, 50, 49 of the 50 states so far. Missing like Wyoming or something, or Idaho, you know, something crazy like that. But it's been, uh, it's been great being able to just be able to spread the word and our messages. We want to bring unity to the community with a daily cup of belief. And the way I came up with that is I was looking at my brand last year. I'm like, what do people look to me as? Motivation, inspiration, the uplifting. I'm like, I have T-shirts and things of that. People wear that and they get uplifted that day. But what can I do to bring something to someone daily in their life? What do people want? What do they need? Coffee. And then I hired a business advisor, did my research, and here I am as the owner, founder, and CEO, CEO of a Grand Coffee House. <laughs> that is so That's great. Awesome. I, can, I can definitely attest that we all need coffee in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's that daily affirmation really- when you drink my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it really does make a difference when you're desperately in need of that coffee and you get one that's such a huge difference in your day it's great <laughs> eric we'll get you out of here on this one just your message to the fans uh just about this team uh they're gonna go obviously some some rough patches but but hopefully better days on the horizon just your fans about uh your message to fans about sticking with this team and, and supporting this football team yeah just keep you're not gonna they're not gonna win every game yet they're not just it's not there yet but keep on showing up, come in early, support these kids when they come out the tunnel. You know, that that energy when you come out the tunnel, you hear the band playing, the smoke owner, the fans run. There's nothing like that. And they deserve that. Yes, I know they lost three games in a row, but you still got to show up for them, be there for them. We got two home games left this season in November. Make it special. We're going to try to get two victories before that in a bye week. But hey, come out there and support these young men. The hard work that they put in each and every day. It's, it's a lot, and people don't understand it. But be there for them, give your support, and keep on shopping. Well, great message, as always. Yeah. Eric, thank you so much for stopping by the show. It was such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you guys. And back here on The Chop, Ryan Ross with Chris Eisman. A big thank you, of course, goes out to Eric Legrand for stopping by the show. Always, always great to hear from Eric LeGrand. You just feel good after talking to a person like Eric. And it was so nice to hear his his message to students and athletes and, and to hear his projects on the side. Always great to talk to him. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, he he's such an inspiration for so many people, obviously, as we said during the interview. And, you know, he's just he he's so obviously just synonymous with with Rutgers football program at this point. Right. And And no one knows you know, Greg Schiano and, and what he can do and, and kind of what this, this team is like, you know, the ins and outs better than Eric. So, I mean, just to hear his thoughts on this team and, and the coaching staff and, and where he believes the program can go and is going, it's, it's, it, you know, no one knows better. So it was, it was great. And we really do appreciate having him on. Absolutely. Again, a big thank you to Eric Legrand. And as for our, our bye week episode here, Chris, uh, of course, a bye week Rucker's not playing, 
But uh, I just want to quickly get your thoughts as we wrap up, just how you see the rest of the season going for the Scarlet Knights, just kind of your previews, predictions, and, and where you see this all heading. Yeah, I mean, I, I think every team, you know, welcomes a bye week. It's a, it's a grind of the season, especially in the Big Ten. It's tough, so I'm sure they're they're very... Uh, you know, this is obviously, you know, coming at a good time, I think, for all teams, any, you know, no matter what happens. So, you know, listen, they're coming out of the bye week, they'll have Illinois. Um, then you have Wisconsin, you have Indiana, you have Penn State, you have Maryland. So there are some definitely some formidable opponents, but there are also teams that have struggled a little bit more than expected. And obviously you have Penn State there, which is, you know, has, has played well. Um, so that's going to be a tough game. But you know, definitely an opportunity for Rutgers to to really come off this bye week and, and kind of hit another gear and and finish out the season strong. Absolutely, and I hope uh, our listeners enjoyed our special bye week edition of the show this week and, and enjoyed listening to our chat with Eric Legrand because we loved being a part of that as well. So we hope you loved no listening question. to it as as well. Uh, as we said, it's bye week, so listen to this episode this week, and then we'll come back next week with our regularly scheduled program previewing that Illinois game for Rutgers. Uh, it was, again, a pleasure to talk to Eric Legrand. Thank you to him. Thank you for listening to The Chop. Of course, if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Follow Chris and Steve at app.com and northjersey.com to read all of their Rutgers reporting. Again, thank you for listening to The Chop, and we'll talk to you next week.